Hello and welcome back to White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory. We are in the end days. They are cold and dark. So we are here to let our lights shine for Jesus and give our fellow man hope. Everybody in this world has gotten depressed and anxious. They, the world has lost its mind there is civil unrest all over, but most recently here in the United States, I, I broadcast from Orange County, California, and I have never seen things like that are going on today. And I believe it is because we as a country have come so far from biblical principles God's word is not allowed in our schools. Prayer is not allowed in our schools. And the uh, devil has taken total control of our, our media, our music, our movies. And his agenda has been slowly pushed these ways. And now our youth are lost. So today we're going to be talking about um, our will. God's will toward men, our will toward men. And um, the last few weeks, the Lord has been waking me up with specific phrases. He he said the other day, do not forsake the gathering. And we'll get into that another time. But um, this morning it was ill will toward men is separation from me. And so I believe that the Lord wants me to speak about how we are called to be united we need to remember that we are brothers and sisters in christ and that we should not be separated over trivial things of this world so please join me as we return and talk about our will towards our brothers and sisters in christ and what god's will is for our lives and also speaking of brothers and sisters in christ i have new brothers and sisters in christ i don't know it might just be brothers it might just be sisters but either way we are all god's children and i um found out this morning that i now have listeners in tunisia africa and it's so very cool to wake up and see something like that places i i didn't even know that that was a country and so I'm happy to learn a little bit about your culture now. So if you are from Tunisia, Africa, and you are listening, please send me a message. I would love to hear about what God is doing over on that side of the world. We are far apart, but God holds this whole world in his hand. So I, I look forward to worshiping our God together with you in heaven very soon. We know Jesus is coming soon. And uh, another reason that we know Jesus is coming soon is because of the peace treaty that um, is, is being signed for peace in the Middle East. It's called the Abraham Accord. If you have not read about it yet, please look it up. It's very exciting. It's just more prophecy coming to pass. Um, but also... Uh, I want you guys to look up the vaccination push that is part of this um, treaty, this peace treaty. There, There is a push to rush that, that global COVID-19 vaccine, and we as believers know what that means. So, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus quickly, but you guys do not waste this time. 
time is of the essence here. It is time to love on the people that are not loving toward you, to be bright for Jesus Christ, be white hot for his glory. Welcome back. Luke 2.14 says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Because God loved this world so much, his creation, even after we chose to sin, he still sent his son Jesus Christ to die for all of mankind's sins. If that does not show good will toward men, I don't know what will. And even though Jesus Christ was met with ill will toward him, he still went to that cross and died for our deepest, darkest, worst, most secret sins that will not be secret on the day of judgment. Just think about that for for a moment. God sent us the most goodwill gift in all of time, in all of history, in all of creation. And what did we do as mankind? We we killed the greatest gift that we received. However, our God is so good and powerful that that is what he already knew would happen and so that sacrifice is what saved us. No matter what ill will Satan has, God will turn that into something good something great because that is how powerful and good our God is just thinking about that right now makes me want to bow down in awe now as followers of Christ as believers in Jesus Christ having good will towards somebody who has ill will toward us is a problem that we face almost on a daily basis because we speak truth and we are light and darkness does not love the light darkness does not want light to shine upon it and that is where we are in this world right now especially here in America in California where the liberals are voting for killing babies and marriages that are not biblical and I mean the things those things have always been but the new things that are are trying to be brought into law like men who are pedophiles being legally allowed to ask a four-year-old for sexual consent? Are you kidding me? 
Is it any wonder that God has allowed us to come to the end of ourselves as a nation? It's just going to get worse. The more that these things are quote-unquote normalized, the more we prove that we are becoming a completely godless nation. And not just godless, but straight evil. And the Lord showed me in my sin that he will hand me over to my decisions to dishonor him, but that I will come to ruin when that happens. And the only way that we will be saved as a nation is if we turn back to to Jesus and put the Bible back in our homes, in our schools, in our hearts first and foremost. But because of these end days, and because of the things that the Lord has shown me lately, I, I know that it's that it, we have passed the point of no return, which is exciting because that means we are closer to the point of Jesus' return. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm so excited for this. And I know that I'm sitting here in the safety of my home at the beginning of the end days, and that I may not be able to do this for much longer because they want to outlaw religious books in California. And if it starts here, it will carry over to other places like Oregon and Washington and New York and that's what must happen, I guess, to usher in the Antichrist and the New World Order and this is where true Christians and not real Christians, ones who just say that they love Jesus and then their lifestyles and everything they do and the, their private thoughts and the things that they do in the privacy of their home, tattle on them. What you do when nobody is around, when nobody is there to catch you, when nobody is there to say oh you should probably do this instead of that that those decisions those actions are what really show the lord who you live for and what you believe and where your heart is so on that note this is kind of the um the the theme of this podcast this the verses in Matthew 5:13 through 16 you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. God bless you, baby. We are called to be lights in this world. We are called to be salt in this world. If you are a Christian and you go out and you lose your flavor because you are so tainted and polluted and watered down by the world, it says right here, you you can't be made salty again. 
you must forsake the things of the world. Don't be trampled underfoot. Don't be bullied by the world. If you believe that God is your protector, that God is your strong tower, if God is your righteousness, if God is your everything, how can you let the world bully you? If you are shining bright for your Lord, will he not provide more fuel for your fire? He so freely gives it here in America. Our Bibles are allowed. Christianity for now is allowed. This is the time just like the parable of the virgins to fill up our oil so that when these things are not allowed because that is where our world is headed we will still be sustained and our lights will still be burning for Jesus when he comes we as pre-trib believers know that we will not be here for the tribulation but I don't think Christians understand how bad things have to get before the tribulation and we have been comfortable and passive and willy nilly and allowing the world to go on their merry way to hell without standing up and that is why we are in the godless state that we are in which is why we have civil unrest which is why we have people that are trying to normalize transgender children at the age of seven or eight years old to change genders without the consent of parents and if you are against this you risk getting your child taken from you when my sister was five six seven she wanted to be a cat is that next animal hormones into our children because they decide they don't want to be human this is crazy god created us the way we were to be And we as man think that we can do everything better than God. And you can look around and see when man does something, we mess it up every single time. We don't know better than the creator of all. This season to come will show that we have let this rope of sin grow and grow and grow and we are about to hang ourselves with it if there is a rope of sin in your life please cut it burn it get rid of it cast it into the fire because if you don't you run the risk of that rope dragging you into hell and burning you with it. Don't be a slave to sin. 
It says that we should not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. God has used us. God wants to use us to bless others. God has put us here to be lights. I want you to think about the person that gives you the most trouble in life right now. Somebody who insults you or harms you or lies about you or persecutes you or or sabotages you. And I want you to think about the fact that Jesus died for them too. Sin is sin is sin. Sin is like cancer and infection. And when it grows in our own personal lives, it it in turn infects others. So that person that you were thinking of that I was talking to you about just a moment ago. If you are salt and light toward these people, that infection can be battled. They used to use salt in the days before um, sanitary, um, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Before things could be disinfected, salt was a main way of cleansing. They still use that today. Salt water is a cleansing um, a cleansing material, something that, that naturally occurs and you can use saline solution for all kinds of things. And also light. You know, bacteria usually grows in the darkness. What is a, a thing that they're saying that this COVID virus is is killed by? Is, you know, heat and light. So if we are salt and we are going to throw love at these people and scripture on these people and and have the demeanor of Christ and pray for these people when we are near them or even when we are away from them. The best thing to do is to pray right before you know that they're going to be in the vicinity. Um, so be that salt. Now, in the world's definition of salt, and it just shows you, it, this will go to show you how everything that we are called to do and the way that the Bible talks about certain things, Satan will take that and twist it and make it mean something totally different by world's definitions. So salt, by biblical standards, is something that is cleansing and preserving and bringing life to. But if you look at the... Um, the Urban Dictionary, it will say that salty means angry or resentful, especially in response to a defeat or disappointment. For example, she was salty because I didn't go with her to senior prom. Now, could that be more opposite than what the Bible talks about salt being? No, it couldn't. And that is because Satan takes the good and turns it and twists it to make it fit his agenda. So that when we talk about things in the Bible, there will be further confusion to the world and people who are not raised 
reading these terms and reading these Bible verses. Which is why it is so important for you to be speaking these verses out loud and talking about what it means to really be salt and what the Bible says that salt is versus what the world says that salt is. Now, how do you throw salt on somebody who wounds you and throw light on somebody who wounds you? <clears throat> Proverbs twenty four twenty nine says, Do not say, Thus I shall do to him as he has done to me. I will render the man according to his work. Proverbs twenty twenty two says, Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. So there's two things that you can do. You can either just pray from a distance. You can just wait for the Lord to do what he is going to do. Or you can in turn repay kindness for evil. And you might not be able to do that physically. You might not be able to do that because it's somebody at work and it would just be a really weird situation if somebody blasted you on an email and then you brought them brownies the next day. They might even think you were trying to poison them or something. Um, And I don't mean put salt in the brownies instead of sugar. That's not what I mean by salting the situation. So um, you're going to want to just speak kindly to that person and pray that the Lord blesses them with a closer relationship with him. Um, Jesus even says that you have heard repay an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But he says that is not right. That's, you know, old, Old Testament stuff. And when you are a follower of Christ, you are called to ignore the flesh, die to self, and turn the other cheek. And sometimes that's very difficult. And there are, there are times when we are not called to do that. Um, for example, if you're in an abusive situation, you're not called to just sit there and take that abuse. That is wrong. And you absolutely should tell somebody and get help and, um, ask the Lord to show you where to get that help from and who to ask for help and to provide that help. Um, I'm talking about just day-to-day stuff. I'm trying to find one particular verse and I'm just not finding it. Oh, well, here's Matthew 5:39. That is, but I say to you, do not resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. 1 Peter 3, 9, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead, for you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. So if you do follow what the word of God says and, and prove your, your true standing as a child of God, when you have the opportunity to give blessings instead of curses, you may very well inherit a blessing yourself. You may be the one that brings these people to Christ because we all need Jesus. I think about how awful I was in my sin and I'm just so amazed that the Lord still loved me and and decided to call me to what I do now.
I just shake my head in disbelief, thinking someday I will be in heaven with a holy, perfect God who loves me even though he saw and heard every single sin that I have committed. Every ugly motive of my heart, every selfish decision, every time I I decided to gratify my flesh in many different ways instead of taking care of the temple that he blessed me with. It's amazing to me. It's just it blows my mind and and I'm reminded of the parable about the two servants that were forgiven their debts and the one servant had a massive debt and the master forgave him and they Jesus said who do you think was more grateful the servant that had the massive debt or the servant that just had a little bit of a debt and of course the answer is the servant who had the massive debt and let me tell you my debt was massive but the Lord went to that cross anyway and I'm forever grateful and that is why I do what I do on this podcast I don't want anyone to ever think they're beyond his reach he he's all you have to do is ask and seek him you must 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 open your word and spend time in prayer then you will hear his voice whether it's through his word or or he actually speaks to you in your soul with his still small voice i have heard his voice speak to me in my soul and give me clear direction once he said feed my sheep over and over and over and over and that was a couple of years ago i never dreamed that i would be doing this here now so it it's just um it's amazing how the lord can tell you one thing and you might think that it means just for then and there but then it can carry on into the future in ways that you'll never imagine i i never thought oh one day i will have a podcast by the grace of god that has to do with his glory and what he has done and what he wants to do and the end days and have international listeners like that blows my mind and and I'm so blessed that you guys are listening and and I hope and pray that whatever the Lord's given me to say to you just helps you face whatever's going on in your personal lives with the sword of truth and your armor and 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 a boost in faith because God will bring you to things just to show you that you are a victor in him, that you are an overcomer, and that a love, his perfect love, casts out all fear and covers a multitude of sins. Anyway, I'm kind of dragging along today. Um, I, I do want to let you go. I know that, oh gosh, I can't imagine what you'd have to go to do in in Africa or the Philippines or Germany or Australia. I I know what my day-to-day life is like here in America, in California, and you guys probably have some really, really cool things to do that I've never even heard of, and (laughs) these things just bless me and just set me in wonder and awe of how the Lord works and how powerful he is and that his hand 
is never out of reach of anything or anyone because he created us all and he works all of this together he crafts everything that breath you just took just a moment ago was the breath of God he breathed life into us he created the air he controls the winds he is worthy to be praised he is worthy to be sought he is worthy to to have all of our focus and adoration and attention and I I just want everyone to know that to know that the way I know that my my friend Ben I met him on on the worship team at the church I used to attend before I came out here to Orange County. He just had a heart attack and he's in the hospital currently, so please pray for him and his beautiful wife and children. They are a a God-fearing, God-loving family unit and they are a blessing to us to fellowship with and um, make music with and he is a family man who just loves his family and wants them to all do well and and to love the Lord with all their heart and, and soul and strength and we've been praying for them because you know he has he has a family to take care of and and his wife has just been handling this with grace and faith and it's it's a blessing to witness and to to be able to pray for them and yesterday we were all praying and we asked the lord specifically because he does like specific prayers just like the jesus and unicorn episode you guys if you haven't heard that one please go back and look it up but he does answer specific prayers we asked the lord to please have been get better enough to have those breathing tubes removed before lunch today and i am so blessed to say that the lord was faithful and and heard us and heard our cry and our petition and he answered that prayer so ben is now off of the breathing tubes and when i got that news i just i i wanted to shout but my baby is napping <laughs> so i'm telling you guys shout because the lord hears and the lord moves and the lord does these things but we must ask we must have communion we must clear things out of our life that take our focus off of him because there's nothing no one none not on earth not on tv not there's nothing worth our focus and praise and adoration and time other than the one true living god of israel so please Meditate on that today. Where is your focus? Where is your communion? Where is your fellowship? Where is your time spent? Not just outwardly, but inwardly. What does your mind think of when you are alone? Where does your heart go? Guide it back to the Lord if that is not where your thoughts and your heart 
reside. You've got to be salt in yourself before you can scatter your salt and light elsewhere. And the more you focus on the one true living God and what his word says and how powerful he is, the more that you will be able to be equipped to go out and be that light and that salt in this earth. Let that person that persecutes you and insults you and hurts you see what real salt is. They are the worldly salt. You are the real salt. So God bless you guys. Our God is awesome. He is on the throne and he equips us for things and prepares us for things before they happen because he is that faithful. So be blessed. Talk to your children about God today. Talk to your neighbors about Jesus. And show them the Jesus in you.